Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. I'm your host, I know I say it every time, but let's do it again, Emma Gunn-Awardner, and in this episode, I wanted to talk skincare. Very simply, how I care for my skin in the morning, and how I care for it in the evening. And the reason I felt that this warranted its own episode is because I have received a lot of messages, especially on Instagram, from people wanting to know what I use, what I would advise they use, and more. And actually, even this morning, somebody in the Facebook group said, for a pod a day in May, I'd love to know your AM and PM skincare routine. And I thought, brilliant, fantastic, great. And on that note, I just want to say this, I do get a lot of messages asking me for skincare advice. And I will always steer you towards my far more knowledgeable colleagues, Caroline Hirons and Nadine Baggett. Caroline is a trained facialist and has incredible hands-on experience and has seen and felt the difference topical skincare can make. And her knowledge is just endless, as you know, if you know who Caroline is. And Nadine is your fact-based, show-me-the-data skincare expert who isn't putting it near her or your skin unless she's seen the clinical data to prove its efficacy. So combined, they're an incredible resource. And they have YouTube channels, and they have uh, brilliant Instagrams where they constantly share their their information. So, And I know particularly... um, I know Caroline is always on hand, but I know Nadine, if somebody says they've got a skin problem, she just says, send me a picture on DM and does like a little analysis there and there. So yes, so that's them. But I spent 10 years on a magazine as a beauty editor and have been writing about beauty for damn near 20 years. And I do know about a bit about skincare, but I will always double check in with these two because writing about it and actually using it in a hands-on way are very different things. And the Dean has a science degree. And so her approach immediately is always in always in the facts. Whereas as a beauty editor, I definitely, Mia Culpa, used to try things and think, what can this do for me? It's an immediate thing. It's very hard to dis- displace that um, consumer experience. And actually, while I was a beauty editor, I, tra- I did makeup artist training because I was aware I was doing it a lot with makeup. I have olive skin, I have green eyes. I have dark hair. So I was constantly looking through things with that filter. And I trained as a makeup artist in a course with a brilliant makeup artist called David Horn so that I could start looking at makeup, colors, textures, etc., based on different skin types, different skin tones, different wants, different looks, etc. And it was a, a really brilliant thing. And I've also been trying to do that with skincare 
for a while now, but I'm going to put a link into the uh, show notes of the episode I did with Caroline and Nadine together where we talked about our different approaches to skincare, where they damn near bollocked me for using very heavy cold creams and the like, just so you can hear their experience, my experience, and why why um, they are such brilliant resources. Um, and my approach to skincare previously has... Um, it was, it was, I was given access to all the products I could get my hands on. Sounds awful. I know a lot of people listening will think, well, that sounds great. And it was, it was. But after my teen years, when I was fighting acne, I was just pretty happy to do the basics when, when my skin wasn't reactive, you know, moisturizers, thick creams. So my skin felt dewy, soft and hydrated. And I remember for a while thinking that serums were, were expensive, a bit of a con, an extra step that you didn't need. Oh, God, and they're going to really tell me off if they hear this. Um, I'll block them somehow. <laughs> and I didn't put that much store in them because really in my 20s and 30s, my main concern was hydration. If ever I thought I was stressed, I wanted my skin to feel more hydrated. It was always a hydration issue. But the actual fact is that serums are powerhouses, really are, with the ingredients that can have a much more meaningful impact on skin than just superficial hydration. They are problem solvers, they are protectors, they are preventative, and they are now my entire skincare routine. Just before my 40th birthday, I went around to Nadine's house and she took me back to skin's skincare school. Try saying that quickly. Skincare school. And by that I mean that she gave me some products to use in the morning. And when I say gave me some products... I stood in her office and she went, that, that, that morning, that, that evening. Pretty much what happened. So three serums in the AM on the understanding that I'd layer SPF within the mix using with, with my makeup base and two serums in the evening. Shall we go through what those were? Okay. So the AM protocol was very simple. It was SkinCeutical C Ferulic, which is a powerful antioxidant, Indeed Labs Hydration Booster and Clinique Moisture Surge Concentrate. And Nadine knows I'm a massive fan of the Moisture Surge franchise. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant range from um, Clinique. And the PM protocol was Estee Lauder's Advanced Night Repair and then Paula's Choice 1% Retinol. And I had been using, the, there's a Paula's Choice Retinol, which is, I think, 0.1%, which is in a blue bottle. Am I getting that right? And then there's a Paula's Choice 1%, which is the silver. I had been previously using the 0.1% and going, I don't really see the difference. And then um, she uh, <laughs> upgraded me, graduated me. I don't know what you want to say, but she put me on the 1%. So let's start with that morning routine. It's simple, but boy, is it effective. So SkinCeutical C Ferulic is an antioxidant serum. Antioxidants protect skin by limiting the production of free radicals, which can damage skin cells. And it's a really important part of skincare because damage caused by free radicals can accelerate the signs of aging on the skin. I always think of it in my head... In order for me to understand, I always think it's like a piece of fruit that goes rotten. It's because it's oxidizing. And what antioxidants do is they stop you going moldy like an orange. Please don't quote me on that. But it, that's the principle. <laughs> but obviously it's not as quick as what happens in my fruit bowl. Sea ferulic is super, super strong. It's kind, it's kind, it's not just, it's a gold standard in beauty. Um, anyone who talks about it sort of goes a bit glassy eyed and says, oh my God, I love sea ferulic. And it's really efficient at performing that role of an antioxidant. I usually apply it first or second, depending on where the bottle is on my dressing table, under or over the hydration, which in the first instance was the Indeed Labs Hydration Booster, which is a really beautiful, uh, milky, 
uh, hydrating serum. It's gorgeous. And I always used to think the thicker the cream, the better. And I, 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 would, I would think, I've got dryish skin, so I thought the rich formulas are for me, surely. Well, no. As it turns out, layering these hydrating serums has been a revelation for my skin. I don't get that tight skin feeling by lunchtime. My skin doesn't feel thirsty for more hydration all the time. And in taking a layering approach, I've realized how much I was almost suffocating my skin with all those creams. If you are using a heavy cream, you know that feeling when you wake up in the morning and your your skin feels so tight and dry. Since I started layering serums, hydrating serums, I do not have that. And of course, the reason to stick with it is because my skin looks good and feels better for it. And then the final layer before my makeup is I might, if my skin needs it, massage in a pump or two of that Clinique Moisture Surge Super Concentrate, mainly because it feels really nice, but also because it's a really good base for makeup. It's a gel serum texture, so it doesn't it, it uh, makeup doesn't stick to it or it doesn't fight with makeup. It just kind of goes, "Hey, come here, spend the day with me," and it's really, really, really nice. So when you break it down, that morning routine is all about protect, protect, protection. It's not about protection at all. It's about protection at a deeper level, at a deeper layer, hydration. And then with the addition of SPF in my makeup, protection. So protection, hydration, protection. And it's, I've been using it now, what am I now? What, 41 and a half? <laughs> and yeah, I've 18 months and I'm happy. Thank you very much. As for the evening routine, that's actually a lot less complicated, but the ingredients are a lot more powerful. Retinol is the key component. And when Nadine first handed me that silver pump, I hadn't really dabbled before. I'd used that 0.1%, but because I hadn't felt a difference, I was like, eh, well, whatever. Retinol is a vitamin A derivative and it does a lot. It uh, uh, encourages cell renewal, it plumps and it reduces fine lines. It's one of those, if you speak to any dermatologist, they talk about retinol as being another, a gold standard if you really want to see and feel a difference. And the thing I noticed with that first few uses when I upped the concentration and do ease your way in, follow the instructions, use it on alternative nights because your skin will want to get used to it. It does, uh, because it forces that renewal and it uh, takes off dead skin layers, your, the, the skin coming through is new and it can be sen- it can be a little bit sensitive and it's definitely sun sensitive. So you have to be much more mindful with your SPF. But um, you instinct, right, ease your way in. Sorry, that was what I was trying to say. But the first thing I noticed was my skin felt smooth. Like you touch, I touch, you wouldn't touch my skin the next morning. I would, I would touch my skin the next morning and it would feel smoother. Almost like I had dermaplaning once, which is where you have your face sort of, I want to say aggressively shaved, but that's not the right way of saying it. It's a way of removing dead skin using a scalpel. And it's sort of, it's somewhere around the, I think it's a little bit more intense than microdermabrasion. It's also like quite tense when you're lying there and someone's just running a scalpel across your face. But my skin, but obviously afterwards, it's taken off all the dead layers, it's taken off all the hair. So when you touch your skin, it's like glass. It's beautiful. It feels incredible. And I started to notice that that's how my skin would feel in the morning. And my skin looked more even, like I felt like I was using immediately a lot less uh, base product, much less concealer, apart from around the eyes where, you know, you can't hide tired. So yes, if all of that makes sense, that was what I started to notice really quickly, I would say within the first two to three weeks. I tend to go hard or go home, so I just use the retinol. And yes, if you're using creams and lotions, you'll instinctively want to add layers of hydration because the retinol 
usually doesn't come in something that feels wet or hydrating or slippery on the skin. It's just, you might think, oh, now I need to put a face mask on top, but I urge you to trust the retinol. And if you have the same experience as I did, your skin will, over the course of a few weeks, get used to it, and that dry feeling will subside. You will feel, I've under-delivered, I've under-looked after my skin tonight, but, but just trust it. If you do feel that you want more hydration, you can add some hyaluronic acid like Estee Lauder Advanced Nice Advanced Nice Repair, Advanced Night Repair, but listen to your skin. See how you get on without it. And if you think, no, this is terrible, you can you do have that option of adding in the hyaluronic. So that's my skincare regime. And it's a big shift from what I used to do, which was creams that you pat in, whipped lotions that you slather on and cold creams that you massage in, not to mention all the sheet masks or the cream masks or the, all the things, because I was like, my skin's so thirsty, my skin's so dry, my skin's so dry. I'm not saying those are bad, but at the age of 40, when my focus was skin, when my focus for skincare was definitely shifting towards results-driven, the switch to serums, like high-performance skincare with ingredients that can really improve the quality and tone of your skin was an obvious step and one, if I'm really honest, I wish I'd taken sooner. I will put the links to the serums in the show notes, but the rule is antioxidant hyaluronic in the morning and retinol and maybe a bit of hyaluronic in the evening. If you have skin concerns, there are things like salicylic acid to deal with breakouts that break down the uh, keratin buildup. There are, and are anti-inflammatory, there are serums that will have other like uh, impact on redness, etc., etc. But I wanted to answer the question that comes in, what, what am I using? I hope that doesn't seem, sound, make me sound like an egomaniac, but, but that is what I'm using. And my skin does definitely, I think, look better and feel better for it. But I do just want to say, say one thing. Gosh, great for a podcaster that I keep tripping over my words. I use, I've talked about in this episode, the CE Ferulic Acid, the CE Ferulic by um, SkinCeuticals. That serum is £135, and I talked about people going glassy-eyed about it and how it's an amazing product, and it is. And it is one of the few products you will hear people say, if I wasn't a beauty editor, if I stopped getting this product for free tomorrow, if I had to pay for it, I would still pay for it. I'm not in that camp, people. I love it, I think it's great, but if I was spending my own buck, I would go to The Ordinary, I would go to Indeed, I would go to Paula's Choice, which is still spenny, but I would look on the high street. Um, I actually was using a brilliant uh, Una Brennan Super Facialist Vitamin C cream recently. I really, really enjoyed it. If I wanted to get vitamin C into my routine, I would absolutely go to the high street to get it because £135 is a lot of money. Um, And I might, uh, I'm now debating, would I, would I, maybe at Christmas, maybe for a birthday? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just saying you do hit... I understand why people have such a love for it, but maybe I'm just very tight-fisted, but I would not spend my own money on it necessarily. But maybe, maybe once in a while. But the thing I wanted to try to convey is, I always think it's horrible when you see someone say, oh my God, I use this amazing product, and you look at the price tag, and it immediately cancels you out of being involved. What I want to try and get across is... um, you can still use really good vitamin C's and they are on the high street and you can get some for under £10, you can get some for under £20 and they are still really good. Seafrulic is an industry standard, it's a gold standard, it's amazing. So I just wanted to say that. The same with hyaluronic. Just because I was using these products and a lot of them are 
punchy when it comes to price or considered purchase, as you say, on shopping television. You can get all of those ingredients. You can get hyaluronic acids on the high street. You can get retinol on the high street. The Indeed resurface um, uh, retinol is is really brilliant. Uh, you, these things are all accessible to you on the high street. So actually, now I'm thinking about it on the hop, what I'll do is I'll put the links to what I used, but I will also put some high street alternatives, links to some high street alternatives on there too. Does that sound fair? Okay. So in answer to your questions or the question of what's my AM and PM skincare routine, that really genuinely is it. I have swapped out different hyaluronics. I've been using the Vichy 89 recently, which I really like, and some other bits and bobs. But ultimately, I stick to the principle of um, antioxidant, hyaluronic, SPF in the morning, SPF in the makeup layer, and I can do another pod a day in May on my makeup. And then in the evening, hyaluronic if needed and retinol. And yeah, my skin feels good for it. And retinol is a bit scary. And I did struggle to fall asleep that first night because I wanted to stay awake in case I started tingling. But go in low, ease your way in. That's why the instructions will always say, use alternative nights or use two or three times a week to begin with. Follow the instructions with retinol. Everyone reacts differently. So don't assume that if you whack it all on on that first night, you'll get immediate results. Ease your way in. Ease your way into the process of getting beautiful glowy skin thank you so much for listening if you have any questions about my skincare routine then the best place to ask me is on email thebeautypodcast.gmail.com dm on social media at twitter and at twitter on twitter and instagram i'm at emma guns or join the facebook group that link the link to join is in the show notes you do have to answer two questions if you don't answer the two questions you don't get in you have to answer the two questions but you can maybe ask me and the group we all chat in there about the topics that come up on the podcast so if you want any more advice or any product recommendations go in there and ask because the people in that group are incredible and a couple of skincare experts by the name of nadine and caroline also happen to be members just saying there we go thank you for (laughs) thank you for listening to another a pod a day in may and i'll be back again tomorrow 